Hey everybody, in today's episode, we're talking about all the cool things that you can do with your website when somebody fills out a form. We're talking about different ideas around creating really neat automations, really cool ways to filter your, your contacts and so on. My name is John Aiken, I'm the CEO of Web Canopy Studio and this is the Website Conversion Show. There are literally countless things that you can do uh, with automations when somebody fills out a form on your website, especially if you're using a tool like HubSpot. There are so many different things that you can have happen that just streamlines your entire marketing and sales operation from a, literally the get-go. So immediately like that, we can make a number of awesome things happen just by setting up the right kind of workflows, the right kind of automation on the back end of, uh, of a form submission. And so uh, what I wanna walk through today are just the, the primary website automations that I like to run. This is for our own company, but we also see this with clients. These are recommendations that we have. And again, guys, this just scratches the surface. And so if we're thinking of all the different things that we could come up with, all the different things that we could do, there are really 10 that I would that jump out to me that I would start with as, as a primary focus. Obviously, the first one is with goes without saying, like onboarding emails. What are our nurturing emails when somebody fills out a form? That experience is critical. There's an entirely separate content uh, piece that we could talk about, about what those onboarding, what those nurturing emails need to look like. The primary focus here though is treating new contacts like they're a person. I see a lot of people go wrong here with follow-up emails and the content of those emails literally just asking people to buy or to book a call or to do uh, stuff that they want them to do and to not really provide value. And so onboarding emails, we wanna treat people like they're an actual person. We wanna be kind to them. We wanna give them more value before we just start saying, hey, look at me, look at all this stuff that I'm gonna do that I want you to buy. But of course, form submission, triggering any number of things. The first thing we wanna make sure we're thinking about is nurturing and onboarding and emails and what that sequence is like can be triggered immediately. Next, we wanna talk about adjusting a lead score. You have all of the different criteria that you know you need. You have all the different kinds of ways that people can get qualified to get passed to the sales team or to just give us a list of the people that are the highest fit or the best fit leads inside of our database. Well, based off of the form submission, based off of what ended up happening in the questions that we're asking, I can populate the lead score and I can give each person that fills out that form based off of the answers I'm seeking or the answers that they provide an elevated or a decreased score. What that does is it allows us to prioritize up and down the different leads that we have and it allows us to start to group together people who are similarly. Um, again, just by, just by them filling out a simple form. So we can prioritize based off of lead score. Lead score is really looking at two things, how good of a fit is that contact and then how engaged are they? And obviously we're, we're, we're impacting both because we can calculate based off of the information that's collected on the form, uh, how good of a fit they are. For example, you can ask persona questions. What type of a business are you in? Uh, what's your job title? Things like that. And based off of their answers, you can have different weighted scores. Also, it's engagement. Are they engaging with the form? Are they coming back? Are they opening the emails as a follow-up and so on? So there's a number of ways that lead score can even be impacted alone just by a form submission. 
Next, list segmentation. Like there's a million different ways that we could populate lists. We could put people in lists based off of their answers. We could put people based off of the time that they interacted. We can put people in lists based off of the kind of content that they interacted with, uh, their source so many different ways that we could segment that list. It's important to think about how we want to segment our audience and keep track of different people based off of what they're doing. The more tailored and specific we can be in our uh, ongoing nurturing and in our contact relationships with these people, the, the more specific we can be to what it is that they are seeking, the better chances we have of, of warming them up and engaging with them and, and turning them into, if not a, a raving fan, into a valued customer and and or both <laughs> and and using segmented lists we have that potential to really tailor to specific audiences and get really granular in in the weeds and because they fill out a form we can create multiple lists based off of the form submission and add people to that or or take them away from lists as well creating a deal now depending on how this form is submitted or what the what the kind of form it is that that they are submitting we can create a deal in the sales pipeline based off of that form. Uh, this is important because if we're tracking sales, for example, I wanna make sure that I am tracking every single person who fills out this specific contact form from a sales perspective so I can see where they're at in the pipeline. I can keep track of how many deals were created in a month. I can keep track of the amount of revenue that's tied to it. I can keep track of all these different components, notes on the call, how many people I'm adding to those deals and so on. But it all starts with creating a deal. Now, there are tons of ways to automate creating a deal. I love the idea of having a form on your website that automatically creates a deal based off of that specific form's intent. And so for us, for example, we fill out a specific form on my website, I'm immediately notified, there's a deal created, there's all kinds of things that are triggered based off of that so that we can just kind of take some of the manual tasks out of out of setting up a sales call. Uh, there's a lot of things that can really bog us down in that. And so creating that deal allows, to, allows us to automate many of those things that end up slowing down or don't even get logged at all. I don't know how many people I've talked to uh, that come to us with, with sales issues and we find out that most of the salespeople aren't even logging all of the deals that they have or they'll tell us, we have a 95% close rate because we're looking at the deals that are in their CRM and their pipeline. And they say, oh, we've got a 95% close rate. We close all of them, but they're not creating deals for people who don't end up moving forward, who don't end up uh, booking that call initially. So in reality, someone filled out a form to talk to them. They never created a deal because it wasn't automated. They never manually went through and created it. At some point that contact fell out, they went cold, whatever, and the salesperson just never logged the deal. So they they inflated the actual sales statistic of saying they had a really high close rate because all of the leads that fell out were never even created in the first place. In reality, that salesperson has like a 15% close rate. So creating a deal allows you to track that information, allows you to see what's happening. Next, assigning contacts. This is a part also of creating a deal. You can assign a sales rep, you can assign somebody inside of your team to be tracking that contact. The way I see it is every single person who becomes a contact inside of my HubSpot portal, I need a person to be responsible on my team for that person. So each new lead that comes in, somebody's responsible for that, that lead. Any unassigned contacts means that those, those contacts are just kind of floating. If it's assigned to a marketing person, if there's a marketer who is uh, in charge 
charge of all of our different sales and, or I'm sorry, all of our different emails and warming up audiences and MQLs and so on. I'm gonna have that marketer assigned to that contact because it's the marketer's responsibility to get them engaged and to move up into a sales uh, conversation. If it's a salesperson, I want that form submitted, assigned a contact, deal created, and so on. Next, I'm gonna create sales tasks. Um, you can create marketing tasks too, uh, based off of these as well, but since we're kind of on the sales train, we'll kind of talk about that. Somebody fills out a form to book a call or to, to get a consultation or whatever it might be, form submitted, deal created, lead assigned to a person, and now we're gonna create sales tasks for that particular person as well, for that salesperson. So personalized outreach and that person has a sequence maybe or just some initial tasks that are triggered as hey don't forget to do these things they're going to get a task to reach out on linkedin they're going to get a task to give them a phone call they're going to get a task to do a personal outreach and maybe those are repeated over the next two weeks or so so we can create tasks automatically via workflows via automations once somebody uh, fills out a form next this is where it kind of gets pretty cool for me, I really like this stuff. I don't. I mean, the other stuff is cool too. I like doing that as well. But I really love the idea of creating a unique website experience based off of where people are at with their journey with your company and with with what they've uh, digested and engaged with. I think giving somebody a totally different experience from a first time user, never heard of you, just came to your website for the first time. I'm getting so fired up about it I'm hitting my microphone getting so excited about it um, I'm sorry their, their first time visitor coming to your website that experience is awesome but if we could create this other piece this other experience it is so awesome and it's so valuable for the people who are are working through the different pieces of content and your buyers journey so for example my first time coming to your website it might be more of your general public facing kind of uh, website. It might be information about you and so on. Uh, lead generation component, I download a checklist or a guide or a template or something. Next, I'm in this email sequence and I click the link that goes to your website and now it's tailored specifically to my persona of a marketing agency owner, of a website agency owner. And it talks about the pains of what it's like to be an agency owner. but that wasn't the experience that I had initially because initially you talked more about just what it's like to be a CEO. And so once you found out what kind of industry I was in, your website actually starts to adopt uh, that industry's pains and, and, and you're, you're giving me a different experience based on where I'm at specifically. That is next level stuff and that's where you really start to, to create cool conversion opportunities and, and nurturing people. Next, retargeting audiences. Yes, people come in, they fill out a form, you're adding them to lists and so on. We talked about that. We can also add them to an audience that gets retargeted, that we can send ads to via Facebook, Instagram, Google display ads, you name it. We can create these cool retargeting lists of sending them the next kind of information. They signed up for a, uh, they downloaded a checklist. You retarget them to get them to come to your webinar to sign up for your event to do these different things and so now they're getting hit from a lot of different angles in different places again just because they click that button and they submitted a form 
next, updating forecasts. So back to the whole deals thing. We're filling out deals. A deal's automatically created. It's it's given to that contact. It's tied to the company, but there's an amount, a dollar amount tied to that. What that does is that creates a forecast inside of our sales pipeline, inside of our HubSpot reporting. And so now I actually have accurate reports of, oh my gosh, look, we have we had three new companies come in as leads that want to talk about buying our services. Our deals, our forecast of what we're going to close this month or this quarter automatically updated just because those forms were submitted. There's a lot of technicalities to that, of course, and we're not going to get into that, but we have weighted percentages based off of what stage they're in, and you can even impact that based off of the form that they submit. So there's a lot of cool things here as well. And then lastly, I mean, again, we're just scratching the surface here, booking directly in a calendar. Uh, every single time there is a point of contact, there's a point of friction. There's a seam in that marketing to sales handoff in, in that entire system. And when we create these seams, we're creating opportunities losing opportunities with clients, but we're creating these opportunities where people fall away, where they don't take the next action. Happens all the time. It's probably happened to you many times before where somebody books a call or they fill out a form to have a consultation and you email them back. Hey, great. Looking forward to meeting with you. I have Tuesday at four available. Are you free? They respond back a day later. Oh no, I'm so sorry. I don't have that time available. What about Wednesday? Now you're going home for the weekend. You come back Monday. Oh, here, let's look at next Thursday at seven and then they don't respond. So it happens all the time. It's one of the biggest causes of people to fall out of that of, of, of that process of that pipeline because enough enough friction was there that caused them to lose interest and the time and, and everything that impacts getting people to take the next step it, it is all tied to this this consistent momentum and movement and when we're not giving them the opportunity to book directly in our calendar we're creating more roadblocks and more seams and it really holds us back from a sales perspective so booking directly in the calendar is a really key piece here all of that being said these are just 10 items there's literally hundreds, thousands, there's probably countless things that can be automated. These are just some of the most blatantly obvious, really cool things that can happen literally when somebody fills out a single form, almost instantaneously, all of these things can be triggered right away. I think that's it. Let me know if you have any questions. One last thing, if you have not done so yet, please go to our website, webcanopystudio.com, uh, webcanopystudio.com slash assessment just to take it a little bit further, fill out our free website conversion assessment. It's going to give you 30 questions. You're going to take a self-guided uh, Q&A here and understand exactly where the issues are on your website, how you can improve those, and you'll get a checklist, a free personalized report, and all kinds of other little goodies in this report that gets sent to you about what steps you can take to improve your own website conversion. I think that's it. Let me know if you guys have any questions. Bye-bye.